Well, I had to make another research trip to the bookstore. Uh, this time, because I'm looking for reference to the Phantom's Punjab Lasso, which is his weapon of choice. Punjab? Punjab? When I got to the bookstore, uh, good news, I didn't see the girl from before, and I felt that was for the best. Um, after our last encounter, you know, I just didn't want to go down that road again. So anyway, I approached someone at the desk, the information desk, and I asked for information regarding this Punjab lasso uh, and its appearance in Phantom of the Opera. And, you know, I explained to the bookstore clerk there what I was doing and rewriting Phantom of the Opera, and he seemed also uninterested. But he did say, you know, even though he didn't find a lot, there was a title that seemed to have a Punjab lasso referenced in its index. So he wrote down the location for me, and I headed up the stairs, and boy was I surprised to find myself uh, surrounded by a bunch of sex books. So apparently the only thing that references the Punjab lasso in this whole bookstore was some book about sex techniques that, you know, I would describe as a little out there. So apparently a Punjab lasso is kind of like a silk scarf, triple-folded, and then one end is wrapped around your wrist, and the other has this heavy lead egg in it that's like tied up in the scarf's loose end. So what you do is you throw the scarf around someone's neck, and it wraps around, and then the egg bashes them in the back of the head. Then I guess you go ahead and strangle them, and so on. So you smash them in the head, you strangle them. It seems, I don't know, it sounds, I guess, efficient. I guess is, uh, you know, an exotic weapon of the time. Uh, that would work. So anyway, uh, I decided to purchase the book, you know, but then I was thinking I better get some other books because, like, you don't want to walk up to the register with just this one book of such a sort of odd sexual nature and, you know, arouse suspicion of some kind in whoever's at the register. I don't want anyone to think I'm a freak. So I got some other more vanilla sex stuff. You know, I got a book of Playboy centerfolds, and then I got a book by, there's a glam rock star, Dee Snyder, wrote a book meant to educate teens on their changing bodies. Um, I figured this combo, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I just needed something to mask this book about strangulation and sex. And I guess I figured the Dee Snyder volume might be more outrageous looking and refocus someone's interest, you know. What is a glam rocker going to say about teen sex education? So then, of course, of course, I'm standing in line. I picked the most bored-looking middle-aged man that I could see. And uh, right when I get to the register, the bookstore girl from before comes up and relieves him so he could take a break. Wonderful, right? Everything's going great. So now I can't decide whether it's worse to say something or say nothing. So I said something. And I guess I, you know, I believe in myself as a wordsmith or something. So I figured saying something would be my strength over not saying something. So I said, I don't know if you remember, but I came in here for some Phantom of the Opera books because, you know, I'm writing, writing a new version to appeal to youths. And she didn't say anything, and she kept scanning the books. So I tried another thing. I said, well, I'm glad we have this wonderful bookstore as a resource. 
you know, the research I'm doing here helps me a lot. I'm not sure exactly what I said that made her upset, but probably the thing about the youths combined with selling me books about weird sex stuff, but also kind of a book about youth sex stuff. But anyway, whatever it was, she put her hand on the telephone and said, that's 4550, and if you say anything else, I'm calling security. And uh, you know what? She was right to feel that way. And uh, whoever her parents are, she was raised right, that one. You're doing a good job. <laughs>